Big tech companies gather information about you from your online activities, interactions with their platforms, and the use of connected devices. They don't directly sell your personal information, but they make money from it in various ways. Businesses use your data to create detailed profiles of you, including your interests, demographics, and online behavior. Advertisers then pay these companies to show targeted ads to specific groups of people based on their preferences and actions. Some companies, called data brokers, collect and sell information about you to other businesses, such as marketers, advertisers, or researchers. Big tech companies may share data with other businesses to improve their services or target advertising more effectively. Many apps allow third-party companies to access your data. In exchange for accessing your information, these third-party apps may share data with the platform. Companies may combine and anonymize your data to create datasets for research and analysis. They may then sell these datasets to researchers, businesses, or government agencies. Companies use your data to improve their services and make them more relevant to you. However, this also provides them with valuable insights that can be used for targeted advertising or other purposes. Many companies have privacy policies that explain how they use your data. However, these policies can be complex and you may not always fully understand how your data is being used. In the heart of California's Silicon Valley, Renowned for birthing tech giants such as Apple and Google, the landscape is marked by a tale of innovation and economic divergence. The dazzling success stories and groundbreaking advancements have catapulted the region into global prominence, but this ascent has cast a stark shadow on the socio-economic fabric. Silicon Valley's opulence is unmistakable, creating an assumption of affluence for residents like those in Los Altos. Yet beneath this veneer lies the untold struggles of many ordinary individuals. Take David, a businessman who symbolizes the predicament of those displaced by the tech boom. For three years, his abode has been a van, strategically parked near the Google campus that has reshaped his community. His previous modest dwelling, a two-bedroom house, fell victim to Silicon Valley's soaring rents. Exploiting the lucrative prospect of leasing to tech professionals, the landlord ousted David, thrusting him into an uncertain and precarious future. The paradox of Silicon Valley and San Francisco, collectively known as the Bay Area, is glaring. In 2021, the region earned the dubious distinction of hosting the world's highest concentration of billionaires, all while contending with a homelessness crisis impacting around 35,000 individuals. The COVID-19 pandemic has only deepened these disparities. These stark contradictions erode the very pillars of democracy. In a society where a significant segment enjoys unprecedented wealth and opportunities while authors grapple with basic needs, the vision of a just and equitable society disintegrates. David aptly captures this sentiment, decrying the pretense of democracy in a country where such disparities persist. Undoubtedly, tech giants like Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Apple wield transformative power. However, 
their unchecked growth has sparked concerns about undue influence. Politicians are now probing the necessity of reining in these tech behemoths, summoning their executives for hearings to address questions of growing dominance. Balancing the intricate interplay between innovation and equality stands as a pivotal challenge for Silicon Valley. The region's extraordinary accomplishments cannot be overlooked, yet neither can the plight of those marginalized by its unrelenting march forward. Confronting this widening inequality is imperative to ensure that Silicon Valley's prosperity genuinely uplifts all its residents, rather than benefiting only a privileged few. The tech industry stands as a symbol of American ingenuity, creating revolutionary products that have redefined the global landscape and enriched the lives of countless individuals. Sundar Pichai, Google's CEO, articulates the company's commitment to developing products that offer equal opportunities irrespective of location, beliefs, or financial standing. However, alongside these commendable aspirations, the tech industry grapples with significant challenges. A foremost concern is the escalating concentration of power within the Silicon Valley giants. These companies often operate under the assumption that their well-intentioned endeavors will inevitably yield positive outcomes, inadvertently overlooking the potential unintended consequences of their actions. A notable illustration of this disconnection lies in the realm of tax evasion. During discussions about inequality at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Dutch historian Rutger Bregman pointedly underscored the hypocrisy of some of the world's most influential figures. Many of them, he observed, advocate for justice, equality, and transparency while simultaneously partaking in tax evasion practices such as flying in private jets. This widespread tax evasion significantly contributes to the widening wealth gap. Between 2014 and 2018, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos maintained an effective tax rate of a mere 0.98%, a stark contrast to the average American tax rate of approximately 40%. Economic historian Adam Tooze aptly characterizes this as a systemic issue, highlighting the role of corporate executives and tech workers in exacerbating inequality. The advent of the COVID-19 pandemic further magnified these disparities. While numerous Americans grappled with job losses and financial hardships, Jeff Bezos's wealth surged by over $80 billion between 2020 and 2022. Such stark discrepancies prompt fundamental inquiries into the tech industry's societal role and its impact on income distribution. The dual nature of the tech industry, serving as both a driver of progress and a catalyst for inequality, necessitates careful contemplation. While acknowledging the industry's contributions to innovation and enhanced living standards, it is imperative to address the escalating concentration of power and the resultant economic imbalances. Only through confronting these issues can the tech industry genuinely fulfill its potential to benefit all of society. The narrative of wealth creation often centers on the contributions of visionary entrepreneurs and innovators with the assumption that the benefits will eventually filter down to the broader society. While taxation does play a role in wealth redistribution, the true wealth creators are often overlooked. The essential workers, such as plumbers, teachers, nurses, and sanitation workers, who form the backbone of society's infrastructure. The case of Prineville, 
Oregon, serves as a microcosm illustrating the intricate relationship between tech giants and local communities. Facebook's establishment of a $2 billion data center in this secluded town brought promises of economic revitalization and infrastructure development. However, concerns have surfaced regarding the long-term impact of tax breaks granted to the company and the potential power imbalance between this private entity and the local community. Syra Klonagar, a resident of Prineville, reflects on the town's transformation since Facebook's arrival, noting the loss of tax revenue in exchange for the company's contributions to schools and infrastructure projects. While some residents appreciate these investments, others question the fairness of the arrangement and the sustainability of relying on a single company's generosity. Jason Beeb, another resident, acknowledges the economic benefits brought by Facebook to Prineville but raises concerns about the company's influence on local decision-making. He questions whether Prineville leaders are effectively representing the interests of their constituents in negotiations with the tech giant. Debbie and Dan Barrett, Prineville residents, share these concerns, suggesting that local leaders might be swayed by promises of financial support from Facebook, potentially compromising their ability to make impartial decisions. Gerald Jackman, another resident, goes a step further, asserting that tech giants like Facebook have attained a level of power surpassing that of governments, creating challenges in holding them accountable. The expansion of Facebook in Prineville is not an isolated incident. Tech giants globally have negotiated similar deals with local communities, prompting inquiries into the balance of power between these private entities and the public sector. The story of BlackRock, a financial services company that rose to prominence during the 2008 financial crisis, further underscores the escalating influence of private institutions. BlackRock's proficiency in managing intricate financial deals led to its involvement in bailing out and restructuring distressed banks, propelling it to become one of the world's largest asset managers. The mounting power of tech giants and financial institutions like BlackRock raises crucial questions about the role of governments in regulating these entities and ensuring that their activities align with the public good. Striking a balance between fostering innovation and safeguarding the interests of communities and society at large is a complex challenge that demands ongoing dialogue and thoughtful consideration. BlackRock, a global investment firm emerged as a significant force in the aftermath of the 2008 financial crisis, capitalizing on its ability to secure cheap capital and navigate complex financial markets. One of its notable actions was the purchase of shares in Barclays, a major British bank, in 2009, solidifying its position as a key player in the global economy. BlackRock's role in advising the European Central Bank further underscored its influence. During the financial crisis, the U.S. government's strategy to stabilize the banking system by purchasing shares in banks with taxpayer money provided an opportunity for BlackRock to expand its reach. While its growth was fueled by financial turmoil, the company's ascent also raised questions about the concentration of financial power, in a parallel narrative, 
Amazon's success in the e-commerce industry was driven by its innovative approach. Despite initial skepticism, Amazon's emphasis on customer satisfaction and efficient supply chain management propelled it to the forefront of the market. However, Amazon's growth-focused business model has led to a culture of intense monitoring and pressure on employees. Amazon's dominance in e-commerce, while revolutionary, has sparked concerns about its impact on smaller retailers. Jörg Hubacher, a German retailer on Amazon's platform, experienced the company's power firsthand when half of his products were abruptly removed in 2021, causing substantial financial losses. While Amazon attributed this to COVID-related disruptions, some, including Hubacher, believe it was a strategic move to maintain market dominance. The experiences of retailers like Hubacher spotlight the potential drawbacks of Amazon's growth strategy, raising concerns about the company's influence on smaller businesses and competition in the market. The rise of BlackRock and Amazon delineates two distinct paths to success in the modern economy. BlackRock's growth was propelled by financial expertise and market navigation during a crisis, while Amazon's success stemmed from innovation and customer-centric practices. However, the dominance of both companies has ignited concerns about their impact on the broader economy and the considerable power they wield particularly over smaller players in their respective industries. Apple, a tech giant founded in 1976 with a starting capital of just $1,300, has grown to become one of the world's most valuable companies with a market cap of around $3 trillion in 2022. Much of this success can be attributed to the App Store a platform for selling software that has generated significant profits for Apple. However, Apple's dominance and its 30% commission on App Store sales have sparked criticism from developers, including David Heinemeyer Hansen, the creator of Basecamp Software. Hansen argues that Apple's excessive fees stifle competition and limit consumer options. This sentiment is echoed by other companies that have taken legal action against Apple. In 2019, Spotify filed a case in Europe, and in 2020, U.S. game maker Epic Games also filed an antitrust petition. Apple CEO Tim Cook has had to defend the company's practices in court. The issue goes beyond Apple, as other tech giants like Facebook have also been criticized for their data collection practices. Shoshana Zuboff, an author and professor at Harvard, has coined the term surveillance capitalism to describe the business model of these companies, which involves collecting and monetizing user data. Zuboff argues that this practice is fundamentally exploitative and undemocratic, as it allows companies to manipulate and control users without their full consent. She believes that surveillance capitalism has become an influential economic paradigm, with companies like Google and Facebook leading the way. Mariette Schock, a former MP of the European Parliament and Director of International Policies at the Cyber Policy Center at Stanford University, shares Zuboff's concerns. She emphasizes the need for greater scrutiny and regulation of tech giants, arguing that their power has grown unchecked. Schock and Zuboff are part of a growing chorus of critics 
who are calling for greater accountability from tech companies. They believe that the current system is unsustainable and that it poses risks to individual privacy, democracy, and society as a whole. The U.S. government has also taken notice of the growing power of tech giants. The Federal Trade Commission has filed a case against Facebook for establishing a monopoly, and the law ministry has registered a case against Google. Additionally, Parliament is considering ending relations with these companies. However, some experts, such as Professor Scat Gay-Loeb, believe that tech giants have gained the upper hand in this battle. They argue that these companies have more resources and power than governments, making it difficult to effectively regulate them. The question of whether tech giants have become more powerful than countries remains a contentious one. Ramesh Srinivasan of the University of California believes that this is a crucial question that needs to be addressed. As the debate continues, it is clear that the impact of tech giants on society is far-reaching and complex. Their innovations have transformed the way we live, work, and communicate. But their dominance and data collection practices raise concerns about privacy, democracy, and the future of society itself. The increasing dominance of tech giants such as Google, Facebook, and Amazon has sparked apprehension regarding their impact on democracy and societal structures. These companies have garnered substantial influence by controlling vast amounts of data, shaping public discourse, and exerting significant sway over political processes. Advocates for robust regulation contend that these tech giants have amassed excessive power, influencing various aspects of our lives. They point to the company's data collection practices, control over online platforms, and lobbying endeavors as indicators of their escalating dominance. Ramesh Srinivasan, a professor at the University of California, San Diego, asserts that democratic governments should adopt a proactive approach in regulating tech giants. He suggests that governments should utilize technology to champion democratic values and interests, countering the tendency of tech companies to pursue their own agendas. The European Union, EU, has taken strides to address the influence of tech giants. In 2020, the EU introduced two significant pieces of legislation, the Digital Services Act, DSA, and the Digital Markets Act, DMA. The DSA aims to hold companies like Facebook and Twitter accountable for removing illegal content and safeguarding user rights. The DMA aims to foster competition and data sharing among tech giants. However, tech giants have vigorously lobbied against these regulations. In 2020 alone, American tech companies expended nearly 100 million euros to exert political pressure on Brussels. Facebook, for instance, enlisted former British Deputy Prime Minister Nick Clegg as a lobbyist. Rasmus Anderson, a Green Party representative in the European Parliament, underscores the power imbalance between tech giants and democratic institutions. He highlights the substantial resources at tech companies' disposal, which they employ to influence policy and public opinion. Andreas Schwad, a CDU representative in the European Parliament, echoes Andresen's concerns. 
he describes how tech giants often leverage trade committees to exert pressure behind the scenes, making it challenging for policymakers to hold them accountable. The intense lobbying efforts of tech giants extend to the United States. In 2021, when software maker David Heinemeyer Hansen challenged Apple's market power, he experienced firsthand the formidable pressure these companies can exert. Apple enlisted lobbyist Kirk Adams, a former chief of staff to Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, to quash a proposed law that would have weakened Apple's control over app sales. This lobbying ultimately led to the repeal of the proposed law. Hansen's encounter underscores the difficulties democratic institutions face in regulating tech giants. These companies possess immense resources that they can deploy to influence policy and safeguard their interests. The question of whether tech giants have surpassed countries in terms of power remains contentious. However, it is evident that their growing influence raises concerns about the future of democracy and society. It is imperative for governments and citizens to engage in open and informed debates about the role of tech giants in our lives and develop strategies to ensure these companies operate responsibly and accountability. Throughout history, the concentration of power in the hands of private entities has been a harbinger of potential tyranny. In today's landscape, tech giants such as Google, Facebook, and Amazon wield substantial power, prompting legitimate concerns about their capacity to erode democratic principles. Governments traditionally play a pivotal role in representing citizens' interests and maintaining a balance of power between private entities and public institutions. However, the escalating influence of tech giants has blurred these lines, with these companies often prioritizing profits over societal well-being. In the United States, the proliferation of corporate lobbying has reached a point where the number of lobbyists working for Congress exceeds the number of senators. This power imbalance grants tech companies disproportionate influence over policy decisions, frequently to the detriment of public interests. The intimate relationship between Silicon Valley and Washington exacerbates this issue. Tech companies have evolved into significant contributors to political campaigns, gaining privileged access to politicians and shaping policy agendas in ways that favor their interests. This phenomenon extends beyond the United States. China's tech behemoth Alibaba, for instance, has expanded its global footprint, establishing a distribution center in Liège, Belgium. While this initiative promises economic growth, it triggers concerns about the burgeoning power of Chinese tech companies and their potential impact on local communities. The ascent of TikTok, a Chinese short video app, further underscores the expanding influence of tech giants. TikTok's algorithm, finely tuned to comprehend user behavior, has propelled it to global prominence, eclipsing even American tech giants. However, ByteDance, TikTok's parent company, operates under Chinese government censorship, stifling discussions on sensitive topics like Xinjiang, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. This raises apprehensions about the ability of tech giants to manipulate public discourse and stifle dissent. Navigating the delicate equilibrium between tech giants 
and democracies is a multifaceted and evolving challenge. While these tech companies contributed to innovation and economic growth, their unchecked power poses a tangible threat to democratic principles and individual freedoms. Governments must play a proactive role in establishing effective regulations to ensure that tech giants operate responsibly and in the best interests of society. Fostering open dialogue and informed public discourse is crucial to confront this challenge and guarantee that the power wielded by tech giants ultimately serves the public good rather than undermining it. <laughs>